Welcome to Darnley Cyber Cafe, your podcast for cybersecurity, IT, technology, and business news. Now, introducing your host, Darnley Gresson Jr. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this latest podcast of Darnley Cyber Cafe, episode 14, Starlink and Google to join forces. In recent news, Elon Musk's Starlink company to join forces with Google. They are going to provide businesses and individuals alike seamless and secure access to the cloud and internet with Google's cloud infrastructure. Let's talk about it. This is a very interesting subject to talk about because with the various how do you call this, the various increases of satellite launches in low Earth orbit, this is something to really seriously discuss about. Now, most of you are quite used to the typical internet solutions for your home or business. Things such as cable, phone lines, satellite, etc. So, to the likes of Starlink, their mission is to give broadband, high-speed, low-latency, low-lag, broadband, high-speed internet to the masses. So people that are in local cities, but also people sprawled out into rural areas. This is going to be a game-changer because not only will this give people access to the internet, no matter where you are, you know, in a certain geographical location, this will also unite the world. A lot of the, um, what do you say, the, the third world countries, second world countries who don't have the infrastructure in place because running fiber optic cables, copper cables costs a lot of money. And a lot of countries do not have the capital assets in place to be able to send that money towards, you know, running cables along the places. And since their cities and and locations or villages are so spread apart, it's not really feasible. So this is where Starlink will most certainly change the game. And this partnership between Starlink and Google was actually announced in May of 2021. And what's going to happen is Starlink is going to have its ground stations linked with Google servers um, along with the uh, current 1,500 or so Starlink satellites that are currently in orbit. Now, Starlink has said they want to have about 12,000 satellites that will become the uh, Starlink network to provide access across the globe. And like I said, even in those rural areas, areas. Now, the connection and and the people who were involved in the initial uh, beta, what it was called, for Starlink, um, and I've personally known people who've actually went on the beta, and, you know, I check in with them once in a while to see how it is, and um, since the the beta has been released, you know, I I was just surprised and dumbfounded by the speed and the latency and the little to no lag that was done with these uh, with the Starlink network, and and that really gave me some hope in the future because we are all connected to the internet. 
and moving forward, that's light. That's going to be just as essential as having a, um, a power connection or a cell phone. This is the way of life in our world now. And this will connect each and every one of us to the internet, which could be a good thing for people who are sick and tired of the big city. They can go buy a cottage somewhere or a house that's in the middle of nowhere and not have to worry about having broadband internet. They can just pay the money for the Starlink subscription and hardware and away you go. Now, this is something that in the last two years since uh, Starlink has launched their satellites back in 2019 that they currently have um, the statistic here of recent news. Um, it, they have about 1,735 Starlink satellites so far in orbit, um, and which is a tremendous feat. If you think about in the last, what, 40, 50 years of space exploration across the world that a um, a private organization has actually been able to launch 1,735 1, satellites in low Earth orbit in the matter of two years successfully is um, insurmountable in the amount of time, effort, and money that these companies have put towards. So the seamless connectivity that you get from these sort of applications, especially with a partnership with Google, you can look at the ways that these organizations, companies, businesses, individuals alike would be able to access the internet from wherever. And I've also heard uh, rumors of the new um, Tesla phone or the new phone that Elon Musk is going to launch. So I'm sure that will connect to Starlink as well. So you can have cellular mobile internet connections anywhere in the world through your mobile device. So we are in a world of change, people. This is the time. This is the place for things to happen, you know, and again, Kudos to Elon Musk. If you love him or hate him, the fact that this man and the organizations that he heads are pushing towards a new era of life, of, of new human existence. And this is by far, you know, the things that our own space agencies, you know, the space agencies such as uh, NASA, Europe, um, and, and uh, Russia and China, that a private organization has amounted to so much in so little time, you have to gain some level of appreciation, admiration, and respect for these companies, organizations, and not just to Elon. Let me make that very clear. The people who are also behind it, the 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 pioneers, the 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 men and women who push towards this and are able to get a platform to do so. That's not uh, hindered through um, bureaucratic red tape, um, you know, communist regimes, etc. The people who are actually able to make a difference and can use technologies such as Starlink and Tesla and SpaceX to make this a possibility. And this is not just going to affect people in the United States. This is going to affect everyone globally. So again, there has to be some sort of level of admiration, appreciation for these companies because they are trying to connect us in ways that we haven't been in forever. So again, the natural alliance for SpaceX and Google was back in 2015. 
uh, Google actually invested over $900 million into SpaceX to cover its, um, its technology and manufacturing process. So there was a relationship with Google and uh, SpaceX for a long time now. So this is, again, nothing really surprising. Now, what I want to make clear here, too, is that the um, you all know Jeff Bezos with Amazon, and we all know the billionaire competitions nonsense that's going on between Blue Horizon and SpaceX, uh, which competition is good in a capitalistic society. But um, depending on your views, if you are a uh, astrophysicist or astronomer or whatever, this is kind of where things will probably be concerning to you. The, um, the Cooper project from Jeff Bezos, Amazon, uh, they're aiming to launch 3,000 satellites in the same orbit as Starlink to provide broadband internet globally. Now, obviously, Amazon, they'll leverage their Amazon um, AWS cloud services to power their own stuff. And again, like I said, if you're an astronomer, physicist, astrophysicist, whatever, this is going to be a problem. Now, as I said earlier, 12,000 satellites from Starlink and the 3,000 satellites from the Cupid Project from Amazon. The space is going to be a little crowded. And again, I'm not an astrophysicist. I'm, I'm an amateur astronomer, but I can understand that space is going to be crowded. I understand Earth has a pretty large diameter when you think of it. But uh, if you have kept close, uh, close ear onto the news with a um, Russian satellite that the Russians actually destroyed, which caused extra debris in orbit around the Earth. And I, I think the common masses don't understand that, you know, as, as small as these particles can be, are essentially a, you know, a, a piece of material orbiting the Earth going at the speed of, of a bullet, essentially. So any spaceship, spacecrafts that are in orbit or in that orbit may potentially get penetrated or hit by these objects, big or small. Uh, and again, I'm not just criticizing the Russians. The Americans, the Chinese, um, you know, have all done something up there that caused all the mess. Um, but these smaller satellites, albeit are smaller, and won't cause as much debris and as they get retired will be either moved into a certain orbit or will burn up in space and, and fortunately for these starling satellites that could be the case because their atmosphere is very thick and then they can burn in space or burn on the way in entry and then there's there's no harm there so that's a good sign uh, and that's progress but again with the 12,000 starling satellites and 3,000 uh, cuper project satellites uh, space is going to be very crowded relatively soon. And even with all the vehicles that are going into space for space tourism, for um, Richard Branson or, you know, Elon's uh, SpaceX or even uh, Jeff Bezos, Blue Horizon, you know, there's going to be definitely more of a human presence in space. And that is going to continue to be a focus in the next 20 years. So we have to be a bit more cognizant on that. But the point in being is that space is going to be crowded relatively soon with a bunch of satellites and people. That's that's kind of where we're going to be uh, within the next 10 years. So, But going back to this, the, the Google Starlink merger is going to be a success. 
uh, because this is going to enable over the current 10,000 users that are across the United States, Canada, Europe, some countries in Europe on the beta program back in 2020. So this is saying that um, 10,000 plus users will be able to enjoy this, this service relatively soon. And according to Starlink, that this will be launched by the end of 2021. So we're yet to see the sort of advantages that come with this, but more likely it's going to be very successful, especially from the things that I've seen. So what are your thoughts with this? What are your feelings about this? What are some of the advantages and disadvantages that you think that this Starlink and Cupid project will enable the human race? Let me know your thoughts. I'd love to hear more about that. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for stopping by Darnley Cyber Cafe with your host, Darnley Gresson Jr. We hope you enjoyed your stay. Next time you swing by the cafe, bring a friend and share the show with them. That's all for this episode, folks. We will see you next time.